Lions, Bears, take two. Can you say revenge? Let's dive right in. to Making Waves, an NFL Confidence Pool podcast. I'm your host, Mac. And I'm your host, Bob. And we are diving into week 14 of the NFL. It's hard to believe there's only five weeks left. This week included 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, count them, five weeks. Really hard to believe before the playoffs start. And things are definitely getting to crunch time. For a lot of these teams that are on the bubble, these teams that are trying to find their way into a playoff spot, and there's a lot of juicy matchups this weekend, but nothing could be juicier than last week's episode with the amount of hot wings that Bob had, and just got to check in, just a little quality check here, Bob. How is the belly after last week's episode? The belly has been bugging me a little bit. Um, Last night, I had some belly issues. Um, I think it was... More so dinner I ate the last couple of nights. But yeah, it took me a couple of days to fully feel back like myself. But it just it's been a little touch and go for the last seven days. But I made it. I'm alive. I have a smoothie in front of me instead of hot wings with the blazing sauce. So yeah, I just spirits are high. I got my DJ Moore jersey on. The Bears are coming for coming for a little bit of revenge on Sunday. And yeah, things are uh things are definitely looking up. Things are looking up for you. You didn't, you didn't want to hang out of that blazing sauce for us and, and try again round two? Well, I mean, I, I finished all of it. I put it on my sandwich the next day. I put it on my oh, cereal the next you? morning. Um, cereal? I, I, wow. Absolutely. And I took a little shot before bed that night. So I oh, good. I, uh, I definitely enjoyed all of it for sure. Oh, so you used it all up. Well, good. Mm. Glad to hear that. Glad to hear that. I From of the course. sound of it, when you first took your bite, I thought for sure you would just throw it right in the trash. But sounds like that wasn't the case. Well, I'm I'm super tough and I'm really good with spice. I'm sure everybody <laughs> that listened to the episode knows that um, beyond a shadow of a doubt. So, yeah, I mean, it was a great last Wednesday night for me, and I'm excited to uh, maybe do that again in the future. It was it was a great experience. Oh, I'm so glad it was a great experience for me. And if you haven't seen it yet, we did make a little Instagram post for you to be able to see for yourself how well Bob did in the hot take, hot wings challenge that we put together for him. Uh, I I certainly got a kick watching back and re-listening to all of the things. Now that I know you're okay, it was it was Thank a lot you. more it was a lot funnier. It was a lot funnier for me when I was listening back rather than like experiencing it in the moment. So I enjoyed listening back. And yeah, kudos to you. You did a really good job making the uh the video montage there. That was that Thank g- you. That gave me a chuckle and I was the one that was that was suffering. So <laughs> Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And as you said, things are looking up. Things are looking up in a lot of different ways for you. First and foremost, we were pretty close to the Buco Bucks this week. I don't want to ruin anything, uh, but if you want to give a quick update on how we were not quite there, I am pretty mad at your dad at the moment, but I I won't spoil anything that that you might want want to share. I'm also a little mad at my dad. And the reason that me and Mac are both mad at my dad is because he won the Buco Bucks again for, for the, the third, third time, time this season. That's crazy. Third time. We have won it zero times. He is just 
hogging all the cash, all the buco bucks. He's won it three times now. And I was congratulating him on Tuesday. And he had the audacity to say to me, well, maybe you should just spend a little bit more time on these games rather than just putting your picks in. And I went, that's just golf. (laughs) I said, excuse me, me and Mac have a podcast. We probably spend more time on these games than everybody else in the league combined. So maybe that's a problem. Maybe we go back and forth on them so much and we talk each other in and out of games that maybe we shouldn't. Maybe that's the issue. Um, that could be the issue, but I really We're not like stopping our, anytime soon. <laughs> I mean, even if it is the issue and we've like found the root of the problem, that's not going to stop us. This episode will be less than an hour though. Mark my words. Okay, that could be the issue that you keep lying to everybody and just creating bad karma in the universe. I could be putting out the bad juju for the hooligans, and now that we're actually going to keep it less than an hour, maybe we win the Buka Bucks. We'll see um, this week, but yeah, my dad won again. Kudos to him. He is now he's now enemy number uno um, in that league, though. So we're coming for you, chip shot. So. Yeah, like Max said, we were near the top, so we did pretty good. Uh, we only missed a handful of games. We missed Steelers against the Cardinals at six, which basically everybody missed. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the Steelers, but we had them at home um, for six. Well, we missed Kenny Pickett is is out for a while. That's probably what was going on with the Steelers. Yeah, but Trubisky came in and he's got a really good track record. He's a great quarterback. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I mean if anything it's an upgrade so I'm just kind of confused oh okay is it that's weird he, I wonder why he's always been like a second stringer then yeah I guess sometimes you just have some bad luck and he's got a lot of it apparently apparently so that's that's <laughs> tough for him but <laughs> continue he's, he's starting this week so shout out Trubisky we'll we'll send a ton of swag your way we uh we both love you with all our hearts we missed Eagles Niners and it just Stinks that we did that, and I really wanted to go with the Niners, and it just stinks that my co-host wouldn't listen to me. But Hey, I listened to you. The internet did not, because in order to choose that game, Bob and I decided it was such a 50-50 game, or so we thought. Sorry, Big T. Apparently it was not. Sorry, Big T. We, we, dis- we let it go to a coin flip, and so we did a coin flip simulator online. Bob was on the phone, so he saw the coin flip. This was not rigged in any way she and did we facetime did, me yep and we did a coin flip and i chose heads bob chose or bob chose tails so obviously i got heads it landed on heads and bob said how about best two out of three so we flipped it again it was heads and then he said how about no. best three out of five so we flipped it again and it was still heads so that was not me that was the universe telling us to choose the eagles it was four tails or four heads in a row and then max said wow uh, the app tells me, or like the the whatever it was, says that tails actually is like more than fifty percent. But of course, I chose. Yeah, it's it, so. like fifty point six percent versus forty nine point four percent, or something to heads. And so ba- it just really wanted us to go with the Eagles. Based off of what we saw, it's like ninety percent heads and maybe ten percent tails. So I uh, I call booty on that one. But yeah, <laughs> universe wanted us to lose, but that was just a point. Uh, we had Chiefs at ten. And the Packers just keep on rolling and fortunately lost 10 there. And then we had on Monday night, the Bengals, or sorry, the Jags over the Bengals at nine. Trevor Lawrence went down at the end of the fourth. That game went into overtime and we lost nine. So yeah, we only missed four games, but 
obviously 10 and nine points in the last two. And we were talking about how we, we should have just been looking at it. We would have switched to the two winning teams. We could have won the Buko Buck. So yeah. next week we're going to be a lot more attentive and yeah, we're coming for those Bucos. Hopefully fingers crossed. We're coming for them. But yeah, so obviously that wasn't great for you. Unfortunately for me, something that was pretty good for you was the Waffle House Challenge. Obviously, if everybody will remember, Bob sniped last week. He's tried to snipe the double down. We did talk offline and he did say I could still do it, even though we thought it maybe would cancel each other out. That's so but we sweet, ended Bob. Up still both doing it. Is it sweet? Because then, was... you know, it, now it really screwed me now that I had to do it. And wait, now what, we're in what trouble did... because now I'm down back to four instead of two. Wait, why did it screw you? Are you saying that I just won two out of three again? Is is this becoming a little bit of a trend? Are it you going to be sitting in a Waffle House? For... If I still had my double down, if only I still had my double down. Hmm. But I would still, I would still have a shot. Wait, but weren't weren't you going to use it, and then I just got to use it? I was it as gonna, well? but then you sniped me, and then we talked offline, and you convinced me to still use it. So still, your fault. Oh, I convinced you to still use it. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Interesting. Also, that's crazy that you said I was the one that said best three out of five, best four out of seven, because I don't remember doing that either. Huh. Okay, that you did do. <laughs> huh. I remember you saying, let's try three out of five. Huh. Let's try four to seven. Huh. Really? Oh, interesting. And then you that, said, huh, that let's you try. really did do. The double down, and, okay, maybe I'll give that to you. I'm just trying to find a way to put it on you. The, the, she's the like, coin flip, 1,000%. She's like, let's try 51 out of 100. I'm like, okay, I have to work. This is getting insane. This oh, is getting please. crazy. But, to work. How was that book you were reading during work the other day anyway? Oh, but I'm... <laughs> I hope my boss doesn't listen to this. That was that was a that was a low blow, and it was a great book, by the way. Thank you very much. I'm Thank so you glad very you little. Enjoyed it. Thank I'm you so very glad little. You enjoyed it. I, hey, I just was putting it out there so people would know who was telling the truth when you said, "Oh, hey, I gotta work." Hey, working hard or hardly working, I am always working very hard. Oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> oh man, absolutely love. But yeah, I mean, things are looking good in the Wallflower Challenge for me. Um, I recently re-jumped Mac in first place for fantasy, so things are looking good there. Hey, you can have that, because I was actually looking at the opponents of who we, who would be first in your side of the bracket versus mine, and you can have first place, who? I've decided. You would you would either have to face uh, my dad and Wendy or Eli versus the other two options, I think, are Carly and Kelsey. Oh, my god! No offense, Carly oh, and Kelsey, but... What are you saying about your sisters? I'm saying they're a little less attentive to fantasy football than my dad and Eli are. Well, you know what? To to be the best, you got to beat the best, and I'm ready to beat the best. It's true. So you'll have to try and beat me. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> you'll have to try to beat me. No, you'll miss. have to try to beat me. No, I'm you're you're Miss Nine and Four. I'm I'm Mister Ten and Three. You're Miss Nine and Four. How's the weather down there? Oh, please. That doesn't mean that I'm not the best. We'll find out in a few weeks. uh, We'll find out here. But yeah, not only actual playoffs heating up, fantasy playoffs are heating up. And then obviously these division races coming down to the wire. So we got a lot to look forward to. Waffle House challenges going down to the wire. Buco Bucks. It is going to be a fun next handful of weeks. And uh, with that, should we dive into a little bit of injury updates here? Yeah, we should. Okay. So 
as mentioned already, obviously, um, Kenny Pickett got hurt in this last weekend's game. Uh, he is anticipated to be out for a little while, so they will likely start with Mitch Trubisky moving forward. Thank you for and saying his name correctly. What's that? Thank you for saying his name correctly that time. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. That was really sweet. Obviously, you already mentioned Trevor Lawrence on the Jags. He, I believe, suffered a high ankle sprain. Um, it's likely that he'll miss a few weeks moving forward. They haven't necessarily listed him as not playing this weekend or anything like that. Uh, so we'll want to watch that. But I can't imagine he's going to be playing with that high ankle sprain. Beyond that, I, would have I, to agree. I think those were the main uh, really big injuries. But another note, I guess, for quarterbacks and who's going to be playing, who's not going to be playing – for the Vikings this upcoming weekend, um, there is question as to who is going to start at quarterback for them. I believe there's there's a lot of talk that Mr. Dobbs will be will be benched. Oh, unless do you have some news on that, Bob? Wish I would have sent you this. I just saw on the train back from school that Dobbs was named the starter. Oh, he was okay. Interesting. So I am is, surprised by that. They were talking for well. a bit that they were going to bench him because he mm-hmm. just doesn't have. The experience with the offense as needed and their whole game plan, essentially, they they pretty much revealed it, is to get the ball to Justin Jefferson. And they said they were a little worried about that with with Dobbs. So, Yeah. I just saw that he, uh, O'Connell, whatever the coach's name, named him the starter. And a lot of people apparently in Vikings land are not too pleased about that. Because last time he was on the field, he threw four interception, uh, interceptions to, I mean, the best team in the NFC. But, um, yeah, that team from Chicago. Interesting. Well, that that may be one I consider switching around. We'll see. We'll look at it later on. But I, I was questioning who might be playing for the Vikings. So we'll see. Wow. Go for we'll it. See. We'll I'm see. A, just dig, dig yourself a little deeper into that uh, waffle <laughs> hole. Yeah, be I don't my know. Guess. I still have five weeks left, so I'm feeling okay, especially about one of the games this weekend. But oh my with gosh. that. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But with that, we can jump in Thursday night. 8.15 p.m., kicking it off the most riveting Thursday night game of all time. A few weeks ago, when we asked Nick this question, can you think of a worse Thursday night football game than the Bears versus Panthers? That was rude. Arguably, the Patriots-Steelers this Thursday night would be right up there for contention. So this is not a very exciting uh, Thursday night game. Patriots, unfortunately, have not been doing well whatsoever. I saw a stat that they are the first team since... God knows how long that has allowed the past five wins, but have only allowed teams to put up 10 or less points. So they've been losing, but still holding teams to 10. And it may have been the first team ever to do that five games in a row, but I think it was something like 50 years or something crazy. So I did see that in a very nice nugget to start the episode. Yeah, not doing great there. Obviously, on defense, doing okay, but their offense just has nada. So, although I don't know that the Steelers have too, too much going for them, obviously, their quarterback just got hurt. I don't know. Ultimately, a team that can't score points isn't going to win the game, regardless of how their defense does. So, I think the Steelers just have the slight edge here. It is also at home at Akershire Stadium there in Pittsburgh. So I'm going with the Steelers. I'm keeping them kind of low because these are two meh teams and you don't know what's going to happen with the backup, but I've got them at five. We are off to a rough start oh here right off boy. the bat. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're uh, You really we're believe po- in Mitch, huh? We're eight points off on this one. I got the Steelers oh. for third. 
My gosh. I got the Steelers for third. Absolutely not. We are not putting them that high. Oh, are you the are you the judge? Are you the judge and jury yes, over judge, here? Judge, jury, and executioner. Oh my! Well, who's getting executioned? Oh, uh, you. <laughs> did I say executioned? Yes, you did. <laughs> I'm. Oh, great! She said you, and then went like this over her <laughs> neck, like she was cutting my head off. So that was that was really uh, that was a nice feeling. Thank you for that. Yeah, 13, I mean, with with the with Mitch in. Just because the Patriots are so bad, like you can't think the Steelers are that good, right? I think they're a whole hell of a lot better than the Steel or than the Patriots. Thirteen points worth, especially playing at Heinz, Heinz Field. <laughs> it's not Heinz Field. Sorry, Akersher. I don't know what you do, uh, what your company stands for, but we're we're this podcast calls it Heinz Field. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I be, between. These two offenses, yeah, the Steelers just lost by two touchdowns at home to the Cardinals, which is crazy. But at least the Cardinals have a little bit of, like, firepower in their offense. The Patriots just got shut out by the Chargers. The weekend before, they scored less than a touchdown. The weekend before, they scored 10 points. And the weekend before, they scored, like, three points. So they just can literally not score any points. Points On top of the fact that Ramondre Stevenson is out, he's their best playmaker so now Zeke Elliott who's also kind of hobbled is their number one running back and I think the Patriots are in full-on tank mode while the Steelers are still fighting for a playoff spot I think if the playoffs started right now the Steelers would literally be a playoff team they're right now they are what is their record why is it not pulling up why is it not pulling up yeah, they've got recent wins against. They beat the Bengals. They beat the Packers. Yeah, they had a really tough game, obviously, on Sunday. But they're still over 500. And the Patriots now are the second-worst team record-wise in the NFL at 2-10. and 10. So that's why I am so confident that not only Tomlin will have the boys ready, but Trubisky is not coming off the bench cold. He has a full week of practice. And I think this team is going to just rock and roll right over Bill Belichick's broke ours defense or broke ours offense okay well we'll see i i mean i definitely think obviously offensively as i said the the patriots have nothing but they have also held their past five opponents to less than 10 points a game and the steelers i'm not like oh my gosh that electric offense of theirs you know what i mean so i think that's what where my trepidation ooh, good word comes into play that, you know, it's not like the Steelers have this high firepower offense either. So I could definitely see them being held to a low number, and that just scares me. I totally feel that, and that's actually a really good point. This could end up being like a 6-3 to three ball game. That is a little scurry. Mm-hmm, for sure. So, so yeah. I mean, while I certainly agree the Steelers could win, I'm, I'm happy to look at going higher. I don't know if I'm willing to go 13 high, but we'll talk about it. Well, I don't want to. The fact that you said 13 is crazy. Um, I'd like you to come a little closer to my five, so we'll, okay, fair. we'll, we'll meet in the middle for sure. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> well, hopefully the rest of these games kind of start to align a little bit more. Let's move into Sunday, 1 o'clock p.m. First up, we have the Bucks at Falcons. And and that's an interesting division in and of itself is the NFC South. Um, I know the Falcons currently are in the playoffs, but I don't know. I feel like anything could happen with that division. But what you got going for that game? I completely agree. And I wish you would have saved your five for this game because then I could have gone ding, 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 ding. Because I got five on the Falcons. And yeah, I just think... 
<clears throat> Hotlanta, this is a team that is kind of just hitting their stride at the right time. Bijan Robinson is making fantasy owners all over the country very happy, like myself. Very happy. Very, very happy. And the Bucks, they were a once three and one team. They are literally one in seven in their last eight games. They are they, they could not be terrible. Yeah, they they really hit a bump, didn't they? They hit a massive bump, and it just took everything they had on Sunday afternoon at home to beat the worst team in the NFL, the Panthers. Baker looks lost. The only bright spot on that team is Rashad White. He seems to get a touchdown or two every single game, but the defense is meh. The offense, other than Micah Evans and um, Rashad White, meh. And the Falcons are turning into a team that people kind of expected them to be in the offseason. And, yeah, they're getting the ball to Pitts. They're getting the ball to Drake London, and that offense is hemming and hawing a little bit. So just because it's – a division, yeah, definitely is. Uh, just because this is like an interdivision matchup, that's why I kind of kept it a little bit more tempered. Uh, but I think the Falcons are going to handle business at home. And yeah, like I said, five. Okay, not far off. This is a little bit more our speed. I'm glad we're we're getting a little bit in sync because I know we're going to be Good. way off sync for the next game. But yes, I have the Falcons at six. <laughs> Very good. Okay, I like it. Very good. Uh, so yes, uh, obviously we've already done this once already this season. It's time. It feels like it was just yesterday we did this, but it's time again to discuss the Lions at Bears. This game is in Chicago. And yeah, babies. It, it's amazing that I always seem to get these games, but you yeah, always wait. disagree. But but you always disagree with me, so you get your rebuttal. Thank you, thank you. Yes. That's why I said "damn it" under my breath because <laughs> of course you have the first word in this game. Well, you get the last word. That's nice. Am I actually going to get the last word? Probably not. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But yes, okay. This game obviously is in Chicago. The first one did not go great for my boys in terms of how we played throughout the entire game. I'll give you that. The Bears really made us look like absolute doo doo. Yeah, we did. And thank goodness my boys hung in it. Get, got that record last four minutes of the game, scoring more than 12 points. That was a record for the season. Comeback win, great win. Obviously would have liked for it to have been a little bit cushier. I don't really like when they give me heart attacks like this, with the, especially against playing, uh, playing against other NFC North teams. But I think the reality is the Bears kind of put us on a little bit of a sputter. And I think we needed a little kick in the pants, if I'm honest. Kick they didn't the look pants, great. Well. Yeah, they didn't look great against the Bears. Then we went out and lost against the Packers. And things were looking bad for a minute. I was really starting to feel bad about my team, bad about myself. Just oh. not looking for <laughs> Oh, as he's pumping his fists. Well, and then you said bad about yourself, so I stopped. And he's over there cheering like, yes, yes, feel bad about yourself. Yeah, I don't know. I was expecting you to say you felt bad about yourself because your football team was losing. Jeez. Oh, you know, just because of your fandom, you just start to question everything in life. Man. Things were not looking good. And then last week against the Saints, seven minutes into the game, we were up 21-0. We scored three back-to-back-to-back touchdowns. And everybody's going to say, well, you let them come back in. Okay, yes, that's accurate. But you cannot keep that pace for an entire football game. So let's just be clear about that. It's still extremely impressive to score three touchdowns in seven minutes against a pretty formidable opponent in the Saints' defense. They have a pretty solid defense. Their offense, meh, not great. But their defense is not bad. 
So I yep. think we're getting a bit of our spark back just in time for us to start kind of gearing up, heading into uh, January, heading into the playoffs, looking forward to the postseason. And I thought you were just about to say heading into February. I was going to say, whoa, whoa, hit whoa, the brakes a little whoa, bit. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not, let's not count our chickens before they hatch. But all that to say, I think we're getting our spark back a little bit. Goff needed to settle down with his interceptions and all of those. He, he really needed to calm it down a bit. He showed that he did last week, and I'm hopeful that that's going to roll over and continue forward. We've got our momentum back. So that's why I've got the Lions this weekend, obviously. And... Don't. <laughs> what? Okay. And I have them at nine. No, you... No, 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 no. Are you being... Are you being facetious? No, I'm being dead serious. The disrespect is unbelievable. I'm Nine. Sorry. You're telling me I'm you put sorry. the Steelers over the Patriots at five, and then the Falcons over the Bucks at six, and the Lions over the Bears at nine? Yes. You know, oh, my boys are going to hear this, and they are. <laughs> that's all they're going to need. They're not going to need any warm ups. They're not going to be needing That's all any they're gonna workout. Need. They're they're not going to need to eat for days before the game. Other than hearing this, I'm pumped up. They're pumped up, and boy, oh boy, my friend, you are not going to be a happy camper on Sunday afternoon. Okay, tell me why. Okay, first and foremost, I believe that you came up with the hot ones challenge from the last time the Bears played the Lions. Correct. I did. And I lost fair and square. We did have the fantasy wrinkle on that as well. And uh, it was a we two did. for one package and I lost both. Unfortunately, I don't play you in fantasy this weekend. So we can't really do anything with that. But I have a different proposal if you're willing to hear me out. Okay, I'll hear you out. So while we don't play each other in fantasy, we still have the same situation. So I... So this is this is what I'm thinking. So if either of our teams wins and that same person <clears throat> outscores the other's fantasy team, then they would have to do this challenge. So it's the same same thing. Okay, what's the challenge? So there's a couple different options. I was looking up good food challenges because the only things I could think of in my head were like the donut challenge, which I don't want to do that. And you've already been through that, been there, done that. And the fans have seen that. So, and let's keep in mind that I am well on my way to having to eat 24 waffles. So, oh, absolutely, you are. And I, I know that the wave makers and myself cannot wait to see that. And we're counting down the days. But the ones that I found is number one, it's called the Chubby Bunny Challenge. And it's okay. how many marshmallows you can fit into your mouth. So, each time you put a marshmallow into your mouth, you have to say chubby you bunny. Say chubby bunny, yes. And it's like a big one. So yeah. my thought was each game, as far as the other person could do it, they'd have to put one mega marshmallow in the mouth. Oh, while they're then, talking? Oh my gosh, yes. that's hilarious. And then, okay. And continue on. So that's option number one. Option number two, and we've talked about this one before, I think it'd be hilarious, is to have like some Ritz or like some cr- like random soup crackers and just have to eat crackers all episode with no water and just fight through it. Okay. Or three, this is a little too close to home from last week, so I'm hoping you don't pick this one. Eat a tablespoon of wasabi and then just 
let it let it ride all episode. So oh, those are the three geez. top challenges that I found, and I'd love to hear your uh, your thoughts. Okay. All right. Well, I would say I, I, I'm glad they're not like you have to eat as many as you can in this amount of time um, because you you already did the hot wings one. Like I said, I'm kind of well yep. on my way to the Waffle House one, so I'm I'm grateful for that. So I'd be more willing to do one of these. Okay. But yeah, no, I would I would do one of these. I would I would say yeah, maybe not the wasabi one. I I don't think I would pick that one, but okay. I'd be fine with the other two. All right, we'll we'll talk off offline, and then we will let y'all know what uh, we come up with. Okay, perfect, excellent. But back to this game. And I don't know why I'm nervous because it's going to be you. So <laughs> wait, and well, what, sorry, is, what uh... happens if we split? What happens if the Lions win and you score more in fantasy? Or Nothing what if the happens. Bears? Or what if the Bears win and you score more in fantasy? E- either or, obviously. Just, okay, either either or. Yes. You said the crazy scenario. <laughs> then it's just then it's just a wash. Okay, fair enough. All right, deal. Okay, deal. I, I'm shake. shaking. I'm shaking virtually. Yep. Excellent. Um, okay, so back to this game. Obviously, I'm going Bears. And obviously. when I hopped on this podcast, I said hello, and out from the floor popped up Mac and Nick and they were lying in Summit's dog bed. And the first thing I thought was, man, the Lions have Mac down bad. She's just down and out. She's <laughs> laying in the dog bed. She's saying she's down on herself on the podcast. And unfortunately for you, I think the Lions are going to continue this downward trend. Downward and trend? well, I know they've won two out of the last three, but it could have been zero in the last three. Could and it's just, the defense is not looking normal and the offense is looking a little off and it just seems like something's happened in the lions. Like, I don't know the lions succinctness that they had early in the season. And it just doesn't feel the same. Now on the other side of the coin with my boys, it seems like we're kind of just hitting our stride. Yes. We, we lost to the lions, but then we just beat the Vikings in Minnesota and we just had a bye week. Justin is completely healthy. True. DJ Moore just surpassed 1,000 yards on the season. Montez Sweat fully, fully incorporated in our defense. We got pressure on the quarterback, a.k.a. Josh Dobbs, all night, which is so good to see. And we held them to not 10 points the entire game. So I just feel like between us just about basically being so close to beating the Lions in Detroit, then beating the Vikings in Minnesota, this is a revenge game for me. This is a revenge game for us from a couple weekends ago. And I truly, truly, truly think the Bears are going to win this game. And I'm not. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago when we played, I did not think the Bears are going to win. I was being a jackass. I'm like, I can't choose the Lions. This weekend, I legitimately think, I don't think we're going. Damn it. Why did I say that? I think we have a really good chance. Truly, I don't know truly, if we... truly, I think we're going to win. I don't think we're going to win, but why did I say that? <laughs> no, I don't, I, I'm not, what I meant to say is I'm not confident we're going to win, but I think we're going to win. That's why I kept us at a respectful three, unlike her nine. Oh, okay. And I can't wait for you to have to say chubby bunny after <laughs> the Bears win and my boys or and my fantasy. How about after every marshmallow, you have to say go Lions or go Bears well, instead why'd you of say chubby go, bunny? Why do you say go Lions first? Well, because it's going to be you. So you'll have to say go Bears and then put it in. I like that. And, I then, like that. Go, okay. and then go with the rest of the conversation that we're having 
Okay, and this is going to be more chaos, because I think next week is Christmas chaos, because uh, European trips after that, so it's going to be oh, gosh, marshmallow yeah. plus Christmas chaos. Oh, I don't is know if we gonna... can do them both in one, because Christmas chaos, we usually go through like three weeks. That, I well, don't know if it's going to be possible. Well, in that case, I really hope that your fantasy team scores more than me, or that more than mine, because otherwise you're going to be marshmallowing <laughs> up. All right, we'll see if it's going to be before or after. There's enough going on next week. Deal. We will. Uh, we'll chat about it. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, there's our arguments, uh, and I guess we'll have to see what happens on Sunday. Yes, we will. Looking ahead to the next game, we have the Indianapolis Colts at Cincinnati Bengals. Speaking of arguments, this is the second game that we disagree on. Indeed. So I'm going to do a quick argument because I just looked up and we're already at 32 and a half minutes. How the heck did that happen? We're at a 10 minute per game pace. Time just gets away from us. Time flies when we're having fun. This is a tough game. Really tough game. But I'm going to Cincinnati completely based off of what I saw on Monday night. And I know we haven't been doing wave makers of the week this season, but This is like, in my opinion, the most obvious wave maker of the week that we've had in 2023. And it's Jake Browning. Did you watch Monday night? I did not watch, but I did. Obviously, I mean, the fact that they won, that is an incredible showing by by him to come in for Cincinnati Cincinnati in Joe Burrow's shoes and to win that game. He literally went 27 of 32 for over 300 yards passing, one touchdown, and they only threw one interception on the game, and it was Tyler Boyd that threw it. It wasn't Jake oh, Browning. Oh, yep, yep, you're so, right. So Browning had a nearly perfect passer rating, and he was doing it against a team that if they would have won, the Jags, they would have been the number one seed right now in the AFC, and it was in Jacksonville. So it's not like he had his first start at home against, you know, the Patriots or someone like that. It was against one of the best teams in the AFC in their house on national TV. So. Shouts out to Jake Brown. Unbelievable. Good on him. He was throwing the ball downfield. He was getting the ball to Jamar Chase. Mixon had his first two touchdown game in a while. And yeah, this Bengals team all of a sudden is six and six again. They're right back in the thick of it. So Colts also, they're a feel good story, but they really struggled on Sunday against the Titans. Uh, They had to go into overtime to win that game. And I just still don't really trust Gardner Minshew. So between Minshew and Browning, that's kind of like a wash in my opinion right now. It's in Cincinnati, which is a big home field advantage. And I think the rest of the weapons that Cincinnati has are greater than what Indianapolis has. And I think the defense on Cincinnati and just the experience in games in December and January from the last couple of years when it matters is going to trump the uh, the Colts. So that's why I have the Bengals at a field goal, too. Okay. <laughs> a field goal, too. Perfect. Okay, that yeah, those are all really good arguments. And definitely this is one I went back and forth on. This is not a 9 and 3 Lions Bears situation. So don't worry there. Jeez. I de- yeah, I did go back and forth. I certainly agree. I think he did a great job obviously against Jacksonville. I credit some of that to the fact that Lawrence went down. I think they would have lost that game was he still in it, but still that was in the fourth quarter, I believe you said. So, yeah. Um did a lot there. I think the reason for me in Granted, I did not watch this full game, and I got to give you credit for that because you watch way more games than I do. So I certainly think that you are 
and this is a honest, this is not be me being facetious, but I think you definitely have a lot more like general knowledge of teams. So we got to take that into consideration in credit because you watch a lot more games than me. But from what I saw from the clips is that he, yes, he did have those stats, but I think they were slightly skewed just because from what I saw from the clips, almost all of his passes, well, a ton of them, not almost all, but a ton of them were screen dumps um, to the side to mix in to, to chase, trying to get him comfortable and just screen passes, screen passes, screen passes. And yards after the catch were a lot of what was responsible for those points. And I know, I know he had a beautiful dime to Jamar chase down the field. Incredible. Loosen some things up, but I think a lot of those catches were just like screen passes and dumps. So that can work. Yes, obviously it did on Monday night, but I don't think it will always work. One game I did kind of watch though, was the Colts game this past weekend against the Titans. Cause we were very invested in it in the Colts defense. Yes. It's Gardner Minshew. Not great. But the Colts' defense is actually pretty solid. I I think they're like a top five defense, at least statistically speaking, right now. And so I think that's something to consider against a newer quarterback. Oh, sorry. I think she's clearing her throat. Okay, she's back. Yep, sorry. Just had to clear my throat real quick. Yep. And that is something to consider there for against a newer quarterback. I would also say, obviously, I think Browning did really well coming out after a full week of practice as the starter because it was just two weeks ago that he he jumped in for Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. But there's also now more film on him, which we've talked about that before as well, that some of these newer quarterbacks, they do pretty good in the beginning at times because that nobody really knows how, what they're going to do, how they're going to play him what type of offensive style they're going to use. I think there's a little bit more film on him now, so I could see the Colts taking advantage of that. Ultimately, I'm not super confident in this game. I would feel a lot better if it was like Joe Burrow. I would feel really good going with the Bengals or something. If it was more like, I don't know, 100% one way or the other. But that's the fun of football. So I'm going with the Colts, and I've got them at an actual field goal of three. Okay, so ding, 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 but opposite. Two field goals here. Two field goals for three and t- for two different points, three and two. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we both made a lot of good points. So this might be, excuse me, this might be coming down to another uh, like one of the classic um, coin flip situations. We have to, uh, the universe taking the reins on this one again. All right, maybe they have to take the universe. The, the universe has to take the reins on both those games. We'll see. We shall see. <laughs> All right. Well, I have a feeling the rest of the games will hopefully move a little faster because those are actually the Uh -uh. only two we disagree on. Uh, But next up, we have the Jags, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Cleveland Browns. And first and foremost, I almost went Jags on this one because I almost totally forgot that Trevor Lawrence went down with that high ankle sprain. Their backup quarterback is, shoot, I read about it. C.J. Bethard. C.J. Bethard. Yes, that's right. Or Bethard, yeah. Yeah, yes. And so, I don't know, had Trevor Lawrence been in, when I saw, when I sent over the picks and I saw that um, Bob had gone Browns, I was like, ooh, I think I could switch and get a game here. But no, I was like, oh, shoot, Trevor Lawrence is out. Not going to do that. I wish you would. I wish uh, you would. You wish I would? Well, not going to with him being out. If he comes back, yes. I'm going to be watching that injury report very closely. If for some miracle he comes and plays, then maybe I will. Hey, uh, but, for now, but for now, being in Cleveland, 
The Browns, not a great team by any means, have not been mm-hmm. that good, in my opinion, since Deshaun Watson has been out. I know their defense can be pretty solid, but ultimately they haven't really been making the same waves that they were originally. But I'm still going to go with them here just because of that injury to the Jags, and okay. I'm going to go with them at four. Ding, 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 yes. Wow, we have our first match. Very nice. I just love doing that so much. My favorite part of this podcast. First favorite match, part. <laughs> I just love. I I know there's not too too many things to like. That's got to be number one. It has to be because it's so much fun. Yeah, there's not much else to like about this. There's, there's really not, especially when I'm eating blazing sauce. That's for sure. <laughs> but no, um, I will keep this one short and sweet. Um, I hope I actually will this time. But I totally agree with CJ Bethard or Bethard. Man in the center for Jacksonville and them having a short week and him having a short week of practice. I just don't think him coming in against one of the best defenses in the NFL and the Browns is going to be very pretty for him. As Mac alluded to, awesome word. The Browns offense is also a little lethargic, another good word. But I just think with them being at home and CJ coming in cold and not not being a great backup, I think the Browns are going to pull this one off. Um yeah, confidence level of four, like Max said. All right. Sounds like plan. Next up, we have the Carolina Panthers at New Orleans Saints. Narlins. Narlins. Hey, did you end up hearing from uh, Stephen Patty? Shout out, Stephen Patty. Thanks for listening in again. Shout out. Uh, they were they at have, the game. Yep, did they, they have a fun they, time in the bayou? They did have a fun time. They did have a fun time. I think it was even more fun considering they got the W there. Yep. Probably had a really fun couple minutes and then a very stressful like hour and a half and then a really fun end of the game and celebration after the yeah, game. I would imagine because that's how I felt on the couch. So you were uh, you were pumped. I was at the sound of music with my dad. I know you were doing what during NFL. I was at the sound <laughs> of music and my dad dressed up as one of the characters. He was up on the stage. He was unbelievable. Like I said, I you was... watch so many football games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. I'm at sound of music. She's saying I'm watching all these games. I missed the whole first set almost. But I, I, so obviously I couldn't have my phone on in there because I don't want to be that guy in a packed theater of this sing-along looking at scores. So of course, the second it ended, I looked at my phone and I had a couple group messages, a couple fantasy messages. And I saw one from Mac right at the top that said, my boys are crushing it. I was like, okay, the Lions must be up by like a million. And I looked at it, it was 33 to 28. And I was like, something happened in this game. All that to say, obviously- much later than when I probably sent that. <laughs> I think it was about two and a half hours after you sent that. So yeah, yeah, a, a little later. But obviously, your boys ended up getting a win, and a win is a win in the NFL. But the reason I bring that up is because these Saints are a pretty pesky team, and they, they have been fighting back a lot throughout the season, and that's the reason that they've won, in my opinion, a couple of games that they probably shouldn't have, and they've won a couple more games than I think we both expected that they would have at this point in the season. So. That's why they're still in the race for the super powerful NFC South. That division is stacked with good teams. So but, powerful. Uh, <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> obviously, I joke, maybe the worst division of all time. No offense, New Orleans, Carolina, Atlanta, and Tampa Bay will send you swag. But uh, lucky for them this Sunday, they're playing the worst team in the division and in the NFL. Uh, the Panthers just don't have anything going for them. They pick the wrong quarterback. They don't have weapons, and they have a bad defense. So for that reason, this is scary because the Saints are not a good team either, but I'm going double digits, and I'm going 
as low in the double digits as you can at 10. Ding-a-ling-a-ling-ling-ling. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Tied. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. I am also going Saints. I am also going lowest of the double digits. I am also going 10. See, that's that's how you do it quick. Every after ding 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 Yeah. Do you want me to do like you and be like, okay, so yeah, I won't spend too much time because I agree. Um, let me just reiterate all the points that Bob just said. I'm going to say exactly what Mac just said for a minute and a half and then say, yep, like we said, same confidence. Perfect. Nicely done, Mac. <laughs> Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, okay. Well, we agreed there. So really, there is nothing more to say. Yep. Moving along to the Texans at Jets. And this also was a pretty easy one for me, also in the double digits. Um, the Jets, yes, I know I've been talking a lot about their defense. I still certainly agree that their defense is very solid, uh, but they just don't have anything going for them either. They're not going to make it to the playoffs. As Bob talked about last week, Aaron Rodgers is not coming back. Don't even joke with us like that. They're not going to risk his future for him just to prove a point that he can do something that nobody else has done. Well, maybe they will because he seems like that kind of crazy, but yeah, I, that would be insane if they do that. But either way, they got nothing left to play for. Texans, on the other hand, doing a phenomenal job. They are right on the cusp of the playoffs, not quite in there. So they've got a lot to play for, um, but but they're doing a really nice job. And I was so frustrated watching that game. The number of turnovers that Russell Wilson had to the Texans uh, defense, absurd. And, and yes, they were a credit to the Texans defense, but also just like, an absolute trash on Russell Wilson. I don't know how they beat those other teams, like the Bills and the Chiefs. I I never saw those games, but I don't know how they freaking did it because that was just terrible. It was just terrible. But I digress. Either way, the Texans are looking pretty good, and so I'm going with them very high at 14. Oh, so, so close, close. For three in a row. So I have 15, so we're not the exact oh, same. So oh, that's your, that's your biggest game of the week. This is the most confident game that I have of the week. And since we're not the wow. same, if we were, I would just move on. But we're not the same, so obviously I have to dig in a little bit deeper here. Oh, great. Of course. And I know Mac is super pumped about that. Um, no, all jokes aside, Texans are a really great team, and I – I love to see it. CJ's fun. Tank Dell did break his leg, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, that was a big injury. That was a big one. Uh, so Nico Collins is going to have to step up. Uh, Noah Brown's going to have to step up. And uh, Pierce and Singletary in the backfield. But, yeah, the Jets stink. The quarterback carousel has just been – it's just been another circus this week with Zach Wilson saying he didn't want to have the starting position back, which is really weird, but they just – announced him as a starter so i'm sure he's gonna be getting a lot of booze from his home crowd and yeah the texans are gonna run all over him so that's why i was uh 15 points confident in this one thank you thank you next up the last game of the one o'clock slate we have the los angeles rams at baltimore ravens this game was a little harder i'm probably a little too confident and i hope you are as well in this one but yes i am okay Okay, really, ha- she's nodding very confidently, so she might be even more confident than me in in, uh, in that case. But I, I'm pretty, I'm saying confident a lot here in the last couple sentences, but I'm pretty confident the Ravens are the best team in the AFC after what we've seen from the Chiefs a couple times in the last three weeks. 
and the Texans have been up and down, and the Jags just lost Lawrence and lost the game to the Bengals. And injuries aside, I think the Ravens are the, the most complete team at this point in the AFC. This game's in Baltimore, Ed Gregg and Allen Poe. And the Rams, I think they've been one of the feel-good surprises of the NFL season. They, if the season ended today, are tied for the final seventh spot, third wild card in the NFC. And if they can win a couple more games, they could easily be playing in the postseason again. And I don't think anybody expected that. Yeah, and I think they a lot sadly of that, would not be in it if it started today, but they are right on the cusp. You're right. Is it the Packers that have the last it like, is the tiebreaker? The Packers then? that have the last spot. Yep. Shoot. Okay. Good to so know. As but... of right now, crazy enough. Sorry. Again, I digress. As of right now, three of the four NFC North teams are currently in the playoffs, which. That is insane to have three teams of the same division, let alone the NFC North, which notoriously is known for, no offense to our boys, not being the best uh, division that there is. It's not usually the strongest or the best, and the Bears are still in the hunt. So we could make it four here before the end of the season. Are they, though? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Until the fat lady is singing and we are officially eliminated, I am going to hold out hope. So, yes, absolutely. But... As we digress, oh my gosh, you're getting cozy over there. I'm chilly. Getting a little cozy with the blankie, making me jealous. Yeah, it's chilly in here too. Gosh, okay, lock in, Bob. I think the Ravens are going to win this game. Uh, Shout out to Puka, best waiver wire pickup I've ever had in fantasy. I'm so stoked on him. Very stoked on Kyron Williams. He, I don't have him on my teams, but he's just another really electric. Wait, you have him in our league, I thought. Kyron? Yeah. I oh. tried to tra- I tried to trade you for him and you didn't you denied me. Oh. Sorry about How that. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm really happy I kept him with uh you breathing down my neck right now in fantasy. What <laughs> you, what what'd you just pop in there by the way? Is that a little, gummy bear? Uh, a little gummy bear? Oh man. I want a blanket and a gummy bear right now. Dang it. <laughs> Come over to my house. On the way. Yeah, I got Ravens winning this game in the game of ours, Ravens over Rams. I got them at a confidence of nine. Ooh, okay. I do have them a little higher. Okay. Scarily. Yeah, I was really going back and forth on this one for sure. Not like in terms of who to pick. I knew I wanted to pick the Ravens, but in terms of how confident I wanted to be. Because I do think the Rams are making a little bit of a splash, as you mentioned, right on the bubble there. So they need to fight. They need to fight like hell to get in. And I think they'll do it. Ultimately, though, all those reasons and more, the Ravens are just so solid. I completely agree that they're the best team in the AFC, in my opinion. I think they're going to have no problem putting this away. So ultimately, I just erred on the side of high because there were a lot lower ones, in my opinion. So I put Ravens at 11. Pretty dang close. And I'm sorry if you can hear me chewing my gummy bear. I did not, but now I'm I'm going to lock in and see if I can listen and hear it. Okay, well, as I eat this, so that way I don't have to make you all listen to me, we are going to hear a word from our sponsor. Uh, This week 14 NFL Confidence Pool episode is brought to you by, I almost said Christmas. I've, I've already done Christmas, haven't I? I think so. I think Christmas has been done. Is brought to you by Buttermilk Ranch. Ranch, 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 ranch for you and me. If you're eating something spicy, 
put some ranch on me. If you are too hot, cool down with some ranch. Perfect for the holidays. Put it on your hands. Ranch. Good to keep you cool, to give you a little bit of zesty flavor, and to keep the holidays sparkling. Pick it up at your local Target for three ninety nine or two for seven ninety nine. I, I sparkling. <laughs> I almost said spicy, and I was like, "That's the opposite of what I'm going for here." So I had to switch it to sparkling. <laughs> oh man! Oh, I, was it my worst? Was it my best? No, okay. I don't think it was your worst. I definitely don't think it was your worst. I, well, I don't think it was too bad. I don't I think, think it was too bad. I think we all know what my worst was. When what? I went, it's and on the bottom of the ocean with the giant. It might have, it might have been the Christmas one was your worst because you started singing and then you were like, Target, ornaments. I, I don't even remember why. It was absolutely the Christmas one. And that that adds on the bottom of the ocean with Eli <laughs> and baby Ivy and the Giants and the Patriots right now. Not bad, ranch. Shout out, I don't ranch. Know, I don't know if it saved you or if it hurt you last week because you tried the ranch after the blazon and it made it so much worse. I think the ranch amplified the spice. So actually, I take it back. <clears throat> not shout out, ranch. You owe me a lot of money from last week. I take it back. Ranch is not sparkling. It's spicy, apparently. Yeah, keep the holidays <laughs> spicy like I was going to say at first. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Well, oh, moving man. into these Sunday afternoon slated games, we have first up the Minnesota Vikings at Las Vegas Raiders. And like I said earlier, I honestly almost contemplated going Raiders, and I still am potentially contemplating it, but I don't think I'm going to. Um, Do I it. really don't think I am. And the reason why is because the Raiders don't really have much to play for. Um, they are likely out of the playoffs I mean, it's not guaranteed at this point in time, but they're pretty far down on the list, uh, just above the Jets. So I don't think they have as much to play for here. The Vikings, however, are on the cusp in the other way. They're currently in the playoffs, but one more loss, they certainly could fall down, especially if the Seahawks win a game moving forward, the Rams win a game, the Bucs are hot on their tail. So there's a lot of teams right there that the Vikings need to keep winning. And I have a pretty good feeling that they're not going to win both games against my boys, which are coming up still as well. But True. All that to say, like, they need to win these games that are a little bit easier for them to win. And so that's why I leaned towards Vikings. I went with them. And the reason I was so hesitant, I guess one more note for the Raiders and why I kept this pretty low is because Josh Dobbs, he did have a kind of a lightning in the bottle experience. He did do really well when he first got there. Unfortunately, we've seen that really has tapered off. Um, people have started to figure him out. They cannot keep up the turnover rates that they have been having with him. Uh, he's just been throwing a lot of picks. And if that continues, they're in trouble. But they've got Jade uh, Justin Jefferson back. They're going to be hopefully making some moves, holding on to that spot. So I've got them winning. I've got them really low at two. Man, this is another big difference in confidence levels. Wow. Okay. I got the Vikings at eight. Woo-wee. Okay. Well, can you tell me why you're a little bit more confident? I kind of gave reasons why I was less confident. Yes. I'll probably just just uh, mumble on for a couple minutes about both sides here, but That's you fine. gave me what I just you did gave, that. I love it. I love it. And you did actually gave me one of my points. My main point was because the Raiders are so bad and they have nothing to play for. Yeah. 
I just think that morale in Las Vegas is so low, and the Vikings still are holding on to a playoff spot. They are. They As really of now, are. they're the sixth seed. Maybe it's, yeah, six, because I looked at the if they the playoffs, are. They're the sixth seed. Yep, I've got it right in front of me. They would be playing in Detroit, wouldn't they? They would. They would if be the, in. Which, bring it on, baby. <laughs> I mean, compared to the Packers, I would much rather, if I was you, play the Vikings. In the Kitty Let's Den? Let's play it. Let's play Absolutely. Em. In the or Kitty the Den, right? the Cowboys are right there. The Seahawks might be right there. They're a real thorn in our side, so I'll take the Vikings. You do not want the Cowboys. I would take Josh Dobbs and the Vikings any day of the week. But, yeah, I mean, like you said, not only are the Raiders really down right now, Aiden O'Connell is not it. I mean... Cool story. No, and yeah. What year have we ever had in the NFL where there's been this many backups playing significant snaps in the NFL? It's crazy. Honestly, I don't. I can't remember a year that there's been this many backups playing. I mean, think about and Debito not only and by you. injuries. A lot of them are by benchings too, which is I know. crazy. It's crazy because Garoppolo is healthy in Las Vegas, right? He just got benched mm-hmm. after the the hol- or the the Halloween massacre in Detroit. Yep. Yep. So he got benched. We, we, we ended his career. Oh my gosh, Jimmy G will send you. Uh, we'll send you a little holiday gift box if you Maybe want. Maybe we it. ended Aaron Rodgers too, because still, Aaron Rodgers' last completed pass was to a Detroit Lion. Still to this day. Oh my gosh, Aaron, that was brutal by her. I'll send you a little bit of a holiday cheer as well. Do not oh my send gosh. him swag. Do not send Aaron Rodgers swag. Okay, let me make a note here. Um, cancel order to Rodgers. Huge. <laughs> it's a big one too. Oh my god. Yeah, I might be in trouble there, but I digressed, and that's that's shocking. I, I, I never do that, but yeah, Raiders morale is low. The only bright spot right now is really Josh Jacobs, because even Devontae Adams hasn't had a great year, um, just because his quarterbacks just are not good right now. True. And yeah, Vikings are getting the best receiver in the NFL, in my opinion, back. They're healthy. They also just had a bye after losing to the Bears <laughs> two Mondays ago. So they're rested, and I think they're going to go into Las Vegas and get back on the winning trend. That's why I got them at eight. Okay. All right. Not not bad points. Not bad points. We'll take a look at that but one. Not not good ones? No, they were, they were good. They were not okay, bad. Okay, so all right, I'm making a note. We'll go for eight for the Vikings. Perfect. Speaking of that team, we were just talking about the Seahawks needing some wins. They are going to have a hard time finding that this weekend because next up we have the Seattle Seahawks at San Francisco 49ers. And hot damn, hot diggity damn, the 49ers are, I think they're going to make a march and get that number one playoff spot. Uh, Sorry, Big T. Sorry, Eagles. I really do think that the 49ers are coming for you. I think that the playoffs are going through San Francisco this year. I think they've got a real good shot at uh, the Super Bowl and potentially even all the way to the title and winning that. They look undeniably good, unbeatable at this current moment. That's why I'm so confident, even in an interdivisional matchup against the Seahawks. But that's why I'm putting them at a dozen this weekend because I don't think they can be stopped at the moment. I truly do not. It was insane to watch them shut such a good Philadelphia team down. Did, did you just steal my game? No, you just did the Vikings Raiders. I thought you went first and I went second. Oh, I forgot because you talked I'm for kidding. so long. I'm kidding. I'm Sorry. so kidding. <laughs> Classic me just talking on Max game for so long that she literally thinks it was my game. I literally I just... thought it was your game. 
same. I didn't even think I gave any analysis for the Vikings Raiders. Compared to me, you basically did it because I was just jabbling along for about five minutes. Oh, no, we're about to hit an hour. We got 20 seconds. Oh, my gosh. I'm so sorry. Okay, so, just, yeah, just that's me- why you chose the 49ers. I just love giving you a hard time. So you said 12 for the Niners. Yes. Well, pretty dang close. And, yeah, I mean, like you said, because obviously this is your game or else you, would have, you wouldn't have gone first. That would have been crazy. But, I mean, if there's a game that, like, is the hardest to win in the NFL, like, obviously it's in Philadelphia. And I'm just trying to think of, you're not a big college football fan, right? Not really, no. So I'm assuming you didn't hear about all the drama of the playoffs being announced on Sunday and the committee choosing strength of schedule, best win, yada, yada, yada. I've heard some of it. I've heard some of it, but I don't pay much attention. Okay, got it, got it, got it. I figured... Figured as much because I know you've told me in the past that you're not a massive uh, college football fan. You put all your energy into Sundays, which I appreciate and respect because this is our full-time job. But It really is. To give you the the very, very quick, for real this time, Spark Notes version, Florida State was undefeated. They got screwed. Georgia lost for the first time in two years, won two national championships in a row. They missed out, and they put in um, Alabama and uh, Texas, which was like a little a – little, uh, I don't know. People were critiquing that a lot. So I'm bringing this up because people talk about Alabama just beat Georgia, which is the hardest game to win in college football right now. Winning in Philadelphia is the hardest game to win in the NFL right now. I think most people would agree with that. And the Niners didn't just win in Philadelphia. They completely obliterated the Eagles in Philadelphia. And that was after a first quarter that was pretty much dominated by the Eagles. Mac Texan, Mm -hmm. he's like, wow, the Eagles are looking dominant. I'm like, yeah, they are looking unbelievable. They're looking like man-eaters. And then the next three quarters was just like a- I see the whole first half, really, the Eagles looked pretty solid. I mean, yes, the 49ers got it together in the second, but the way they came out in the second half, I was like, holy smokes. It was like a flip of the switch. McCaffrey turned it on, Kittle turned it on, Debo Samuel, like circa- Insane. Insane. Insane in the membrane. It was like circa 2019, 2020 for him. He was- just outrunning the entire Philly defense. And I'm sorry, Tyrese, I'm really not trying to put it on thick here, Big D. Eagles are still great. You still got the one seed, but you better hope somebody else is going to knock off the Niners because it is not looking like the Eagles can right now. So, yeah, that's why I have the Niners. Oh, my God, we're talking so much about the Niners and Eagles, I forgot to play the Seahawks. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Seattle. No, uh, no disrespect. You've lost three in a row, though. You've become kind of irrelevant, um, in my opinion. So that's why... I got the Niners winning at 14. Ooh, 14. Okay. 14 and 12. 14 and 12. Okay. Well, Bill's Chiefs is your game, right? <laughs> now, where are we at? Do, <laughs> do we want do you want to just take your third in a row and then we'll oh, get back? Oh, it's mine. It's mine? It it is, it, which will be your third in a row. Enjoy. <laughs> okay. Well, again, you just talked for a while, so maybe it's not. Oh, it's, it never ends here, folks. It never ends. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, Bills at Chiefs. <laughs> oh my, she she's she's her biggest fan right now. She's oh, cracking hilarious. herself up. I'm hilarious. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I am going with the Chiefs in this game against the Bills, mostly because the Bills have also been kind of on a downward spiral. They are well out of the playoffs right now. They're in the yes, tenth they spot. Are. They need yes. to move up a significant amount if they want a shot at seeing some playing time in January. Yikes. Chiefs, on the other hand, though, 
scared me a little bit. Lost to the Broncos. Just lost this past weekend to the Packers. Lost so to the clearly, Lions this year. And lost to the Lions. What in the world? Definitely scared me a bit. Kind of goes back to what we were talking about. Their wide receivers. They really got to get it together with their wide receivers. Catching balls. I mean, hello, that's what you're getting paid for. They've got some work to do. So that's why I kept this like a middle of the road game because this is, they really kind of scared me at the moment, but it is still in Kansas City. The Bills still are not doing great either. So ultimately, I'm giving the win to the Chiefs, but I'm keeping it middle of the road at seven. Ding, 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 ding. Third time is a charm, baby. I am going to stick to my word. I'm not going to say diddly squat on this game. Other five minutes later. (laughs) Other than the fact that there's been so many classic Bills Chiefs games. I looked at this on the schedule. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be one of the best games in the NFL season. And I'm sure the script makers and the schedule uh, creators also thought that this was going to be one of the best, but both teams are struggling. Bill's a must-win situation in Kansas City in December. Not uh, not feeling good for Josh Allen and co. about this one. So, yeah, I got the Chiefs getting back on uh, back on track and seven just like my co-host. All right. Sounds like a plan, Stan. Moving on, I will actually let you talk on this game. The Denver Broncos at Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, you're going to let me go first on a game? Yeah, I'm going to let you go this time. Oh, All my you. Gosh. All you. Hallelujah. This is exciting. Okay. <laughs> Chargers, you Broncos. You are so funny. I am also my biggest fan. I correct myself up. I am hilarious. Clearly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is one of those games you look at at the start of the season. I, I think everybody would probably be like, yeah. Maybe even like two or three weeks into the season, you'd be like, yeah, Chargers at home against the Broncos in December. Obviously, the Chargers are going to win this game. Not so fast, my friend. Broncos, obviously, had a little bit of stumble, as Mac alluded to a little earlier in Houston. In a game they absolutely could have and probably should have won. And the Chargers are just kind of uh, just going in the wrong direction. I don't know what's going on with Eckler, but he has had like four horrendous games in a row. Thank goodness he's not on my fantasy teams. And the Chargers, yeah, I mean, they got a win last week. Probably the most unimpressive win of the season, beating the Patriots six to nothing. Yuck, woof, vom.com. So yeah, I think I think the Broncos are a playoff team, which is crazy to say with Russell Wilson. Let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride. I think they're gonna ride into LA. They're gonna go on Sunset Boulevard. They're gonna check out Hollywood, have a good time, and then they're gonna go to SoFi on Sunday and they're gonna break. Chargers fans' hearts. So I got the Broncos winning on Sunday at a confidence level Can of... Can I guess? Six. <clears throat> no? Twelve. No, it's six. <laughs> how did... How, you know what? I'm not even going to ask. We still have four games. Okay, well... I know. I know we do. I bet if you looked at mine right now, though, you could figure out what I'm going to be. Yeah, t- chat for about... 30 seconds, and let me see if I can figure it out here. Perfect. Well, all that to say, I do agree. I will tell you a quick little story, though, while you're trying to figure that out. On Sunday, so Bob and I, oftentimes when, like, our other teams are playing, we will support each other, but we'll also be like, if if the Bears were losing, I would text him and be like, hey, can you call Justin Fields? Can you have a little conversation with him and tell him to, like, get it together a little bit? Same thing for him. Same thing for, for me. He'll be like, hey, call up Jared Goff. Like, what's going on? 
So Sunday, the Broncos are playing the Texans. I need the Broncos to win for my uh, Waffle House for me to even have a shot, basically. And they're about to freaking win. They're on like the five going into it. And Russ throws the pick with like literally a second left. But flashback like at halftime, I text my friend who's a really big Broncos fan. And I'm like, hey, can you try to joke around? Hey, would you mind telling your offense to play as well as your defense? Defense looks great, but would you mind giving them a call and telling them to play a little bit better? And he responds with, absolutely dead serious he goes why don't you why don't you tell the lions to put away a trash team like the saints and i'll worry about the broncos thanks and i was like oh my god oh my god i was like whoa okay i can only joke around like this with bob good to know Oh my gosh. Yikes. Fine. Yeah. Oh my God. Heck? Dead serious. I responded and I was like, okay. I was trying to give a compliment to the defense, but sounds like somebody's a little sensitive. No response. Oh my gosh. And then they ended, you know what? Good, good that they ended yeah, up Yeah, honestly, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, all that to say, I don't have much else to add to this game. I still think oh, they're going to win. Probably um, like a conference level eight, huh? At what? Probably a confidence level of like eight, right? A confidence level of eight. Very good. Let's go. Man, how did I guess that? That's unbelievable. <laughs> you got, hey, you got some big ones left, by the way. I do you got, got some, some big ones really left. So big do you. Ones. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. All right. Looking ahead to Sunday night, 8.20 p.m., we have the Philadelphia Eagles at Dallas Cowboys. I'm going to go out on a limb here. And I'm going to say, I think this is going to be a ding, dilla, ding, ding, ding. But this is your game. And I refuse, oh, it is. To, I refuse to go against that pack that we have of game to game to game. I would never take three <laughs> in a row. Nonetheless, two. So I'm going to let you start on this one. Okay, fair enough. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, this was a hard one for me. I agree. I think it's going to be a ding, ding, ling, 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 ling. Because this is my least confident game of the week. This is going to be a tough one. Interdivisional matchup. The two best teams in the NFC East going head-to-head. They've already played once this year. They split their games last season. And it's just going to be a tough battle between two very solid teams that are, as of right now, in the playoffs, looking to make some noise in the playoffs down the stretch. So this is going to be a good game. And this could could help determine some things later on, too. If the Cowboys make a little run and the Eagles start to fall a little bit, you never know what's going to happen. So there's going to need to be some some big movement on both these teams, but I don't think they need any more energy other than the fact that they're playing each other because they hate each other. And yes, True. Bob has something to say. Oh, yes. I was just going to – I wanted to go out on a limb and see if I could guess this one. And then, I mean, it's pretty impossible to guess two in a row. So if I do, can you do the Chunky Monkey <laughs> one of these episodes? What's the chunky monkey? The chunky monkey, the the marshmallow thing I was telling you about. Oh, chubby bunny. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what the frick? Okay, chubby bunny, anyway, like I said. As I was trying to give my analysis of a move. No no response to that? No, I'm not gonna do the chunky monkey because you already know who I picked and you already know it's I already said it's my lowest confidence of one. So no. Okay, con- continue. <laughs> Anyways, as I was saying, a few weeks back when these two teams played each other, I started talking about how they split last year. And 
ultimately for me, I kind of was eyeing this game that I thought either way I was going to pick the Cowboys. And I'm actually shocked that Bob also picked the Cowboys. But for them to be at home, the Cowboys have been insane at home, scoring at insane margins, putting up so many points over their opponents at home. And I think they're just hot at home right now. They're just looking good. Eagles are coming off of a tough loss. Mm -hmm. Who knows if they'll still be feeling a little bit down. And I think they're going to split again this year. The Eagles already won at home. I think the Cowboys are going to do it this weekend. But clearly I'm not that confident because Chunky Monkey, I've got him at one. Wow. Well, I knew it was one, and I wish you would have agreed to the Chunky Monkey Chubby Bunny because <laughs> that would have been really, really fun. Uh, I'm gonna, it's gonna, <laughs> This is about to be like a boy who cried wolf situation, and you're just going to stop calling on me when I raise my hand in this, in this chat. So i got to be careful. Yeah, you better. You better start using it wisely. I'm probably on thin ice. I probably only got a couple bad hand raises left before you stop calling on me. I thought maybe you were going to like add some good insight. Maybe I missed something that you wanted to point out for the Cowboys. No, No. you just said, can you do the chunky monkey? (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly how I said it too. If I guess this, can you do chunky monkey? You said, what? So sorry. Sorry that... I mean, I feel like at this point, the Wave Riders, they're not coming here to, to hear about football. They know that this is going to happen. Yeah, and probably if, not. <laughs> if people are still listening in and they're truly trying to learn about football, well, I apologize because we're talking about the Chunky Monkey. <laughs> but I agree with Mac on all fronts. Yeah, and I totally had forgotten about your what you'd said about the home field advantage from last year. And I'm glad I did because... Oh, no, I guess it wouldn't have made any difference even even if I didn't forget because I still would have gone Cowboys. But if the Eagles would have had that game a little closer against the Niners, I probably would have stuck Philly. But, yeah, I mean, this is a huge game for the Cowboys. They need this to be right in the division hunt. The Niners are cheering for the Cowboys. So then the things for uh, – I feel like the waters will be murky a little bit for that number one seed. So all that to say – didn't need to be said. Cowboys for one. I agree with Mac, and we are going to have a great game on Sunday night. Cannot we wait sure to are. watch. And we strange sure that we have two Monday nights, but as we transition from Sunday to Monday, um, mm. I think this is a perfect time for our fans to just enjoy, sit back, relax, and enjoy advertisement numero dos um, on All this right. great podcast. And quick, quick note. I noticed your stalling tactic earlier. I think you've stolen that from me. So, so very good. Very good note. And <laughs> I'll you. do the same. This second advertisement of week 14 of the NFL is brought to you by Jif Peanut Butter. Jif Peanut Butter. It's creamy and delicious. Jif Peanut Butter. Keep your kids out of mischief. If you want a little something that's protein packed, Jif peanut butter is a great little snack. Jif peanut butter. Get it today. Did you come up with another spot? I did. I There's did. no chance. I swear. I what, swear. What did you rhyme with mischief? What did you rhyme mischief with? Creamy and delicious. Jif. Jif with mischief? No, Jif cream, Jif delicious. peanut butter, creamy and delicious. Delicious mischief. That was, that was <laughs> unbelievable. That might have been one of my favorites. That I think that might have been your best one ever in terms of. That might of have been one of my favorites. No, rhymes. that actually I did. I swear, you can look at my computer. I'll share my screen. I don't have any notes on me. That was, 
incredible. That you didn't Thank even you. stumble. You didn't stumble at all, and then you wrapped it up nice and tidy. You didn't Jim, go too long. Peanut butter. Do, 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 do. That was kind of cool. They had a little Mac. drums in the background. Give me a little Mac. beat. Nicely done. That's kind of catchy too. Jeff peanut butter. That. See, we just need your voice with my rhyming. Hey, your voice was beautiful there. It was that was a perfect. Right when I started bouncing, you immediately like kind of rolled your eyes. Because you always do that. You you'll say it and then you'll say it again and then you'll say it again. But that time you just dove right into the rhyme. I I I covered my face and I was like, oh my god, I know where this is going, and I was happily surprised. Nicely done, Mackenzie. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Very nice. I did have a little pre-podcast snack with a little Jeff peanut butter, so. Gummy bears and peanut butter? You are going to be on the pot pot tonight. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Pre-podcast snack was peanut butter and banana with a little chocolate chips, and that was delish. And then during podcast was just a couple gummy bears. Just a couple gummy bears. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's a nice little snacky snack. Yeah, thanks. Protein packs. Nicely done. (laughs) <laughs> keep the kids out of it's so delicious it'll keep the kids out of mischief i don't know how i don't know how that makes sense but it's fine it rhymes i don't know how your brain works like that in the spot i go christmas christmas target ornaments christmas <laughs> jingle bells <laughs> chunky monkey <laughs> i was just gonna say that <laughs> chunky monkey Dang chunky it. monkey <laughs> oh that was unbelievable okay uh, anyways <laughs> <laughs> oh that is good into- Heading into Monday night, 8.15 p.m. We have a doubleheader Monday night of this week, which pretty exciting. That's weird. As we are heading out, this is the last week for teams to be on by. So they're going to start moving some games around to Saturdays, some extra Monday night games, some extra games on Sunday. Lots of football to be had still in these last few weeks. But yeah, Heck yeah. kick us off, Bob, with, or is it me? No, it's you. Kick us off with the <laughs> Tennessee Titans. You tried it again. At Miami Dolphins. You're a real sicko. You know that? You wanted to take, I'm just you wanted to just trying take to both? snatch your games. Unbelievable. So I know that I have 11 and 12 left, and I know that you have a 13 and 15 left. So this is going to be a lot of points between these two games. And I know which one you have 15. That's a I lot bet of I know raises. which one you have 12. <laughs> I think you'd be surprised. So we will uh, we will see, but I'd like to hear your guess. But uh, love that we have a lot of points. That actually was the strategy I was sticking with. And you you doubled down and had more points on both. So happy to see we're on the same, uh, the same page. But Heck we yeah. got Titans. We got Dolphins. We got one good team. We got one bad team. We got one quarter, good quarterback. We got one bad quarterback. All the goods are in favor of Miami, which is also the home team. And the mm-hmm. Titans, I mean, yeah, they they fought hard against Indy on Sunday, as Mac alluded to, the fourth alluded to. Yes. Yes. And they they, you know, they've been they've been better the last handful of weeks than they were. They had a really bad stretch where they were looking like they would maybe would be one of the worst teams in the NFL. And the Titans, credit to them, credit to Rabel, they've been fighting. Unfortunately for them, Derrick Henry has a concussion, so he might not play, which is huge because he's been looking like King Henry as of late. And mm-hmm. yeah, Levis also is just kind of plateaued from his first couple of good starts. Mm-hmm. And the Dolphins just keep on balling. Tyreek is on pace to be the first ever receiver with 2,000 yards in a season. And this is in Miami. Yeah, I mean, this is a no-brainer for me. What do you think I have it at? Well, you said I would be surprised. So that's making me think that you have the Packers <laughs> higher. 
but I just feel like you wouldn't be able to put the Packers higher. So I think you put them at 12. 11. 11 okay. for your boy. Okay. Fair enough. Well, yeah, I also had the Dolphins, and there's no way in hell I'm putting the Packers at 15. So I have them at 15. Highest confidence. Shout I out do. Miami. Shout out Noah. Yep. Shouts out. Shouts out. They're just on. They're just insane right now. Uh, I mean, uh-huh. Tua, I, I don't know how Tua and Tyreek, that connection, it just, nobody can seem to stop it. It's like that is their tush push for the Eagles. Like nobody can stop it. He's still just like wide open down the field. And I'm like, hello, every time. What are you guys doing? That's a great question. Can you imagine a long, deep Hal Mary for a touchdown working like the tush push? I know. It feels like it's it's pretty similar. It feels like it's just constant. Happens every week at least once, so you're not wrong. I know, I know. It's crazy. But anyway, yes, I totally agree. So moving along to the last game of the week, since we are just almost to an hour, we have the (laughs) Green Bay Packers at New York Giants. And sorry, I I feel like I scarred you there. This actually is your game. Oh, this one is okay. Now I'm just going to hesitate in between each one, just in case. Now she's going to make me feel like crap that I'm like making her all nervous. May I may I speak now, please? Thank you. <laughs> All right. Well, so yes, for me, I mean, Packers, obviously, as you've already said, they've been really making a big push. They are in the playoffs as of right now. They have been doing well. They seem to have found their groove with Jordan Love. They've come a long way from the beginning when we were all laughing and pointing and mocking at them for getting rid of Aaron Rodgers. But alas, they may have found their next franchise quarterback in Jordan Love. <laughs> No love for him from us here at Making Waves. Not a big fan, but yeah, they're looking pretty good. They're finding their groove in the Giants. Sorry, Amy. Sorry, Eli. Sorry, Ivy. Still at the bottom of the ocean. Not doing good. Tommy DeVito, that that true Italian man with his his little uh, symbol that he does. I just he's just not it. And yeah, unfortunately, I think Packers are gonna win. I got them at thirteen. Thirteen. Yes, got it on. Okay, chunky monkey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you said, we're almost at an hour, so I'm gonna keep this one really nice, brief, nice little bow on top. Unfortunately, yeah, Giants are at the bottom of the ocean. They have had a couple solid games recently, but Packers are looking like one of the hottest teams in the NFL. The back-to-back wins versus the Lions, who obviously only have three losses on the season, and then the Chiefs, who. We're number one in the AFC, only have four losses on the season now. Very impressive back-to-back wins. I have no doubt they're going to keep it rolling on Monday night, unfortunately, which stinks. But, yeah, I got them going into New York and New winning York. at a confidence level of 12, a dozen. All right. Well, For, I know it Forget about us. it. Forget about it. I know it hurt both of us to put them that high, but we got to do it for the money. Got to do it for the Buka Bucks. We're doing it this week. Um, and I feel like we uh, had a couple games that are not super close. But, yeah, I mean, we have two two that we don't agree on. We'll have to chat about those. I'm sure that since we went Lions last time in the Lions-Bears, you let me, as any good best friend would do, you'd let me go Bears this time. So really excited to, uh, we'll to go with them. We'll really see. excited but to go with them. Tune in next week. We'll obviously let you know. And maybe one of us will be doing the Chunky Monkey Chubby Bunny or the Saltine Crackers, whatever we decide offline. But yep. also next week, eh, we, I think we should push it. Because also next week, 
join us for Christmas, Christmas chaos, chaos, which is a full episode full of just that more chaos than you can even imagine, which it's kind of hard to beat, but yeah, tune in next week. We'll see you then. More chaos, which is crazy, but yeah. Oh, sorry. You were about to, you were about to no, cut it. Now you're I'm, Go ahead. <laughs> I'm talking again, but yeah, Christmas chaos. Next week is our last episode in a couple weeks. Cause Mac and uh, Nikki are going to have an amazing European trip. And then obviously we have, christmas um which we never record for anyway so not gonna want to miss next week it's chaos it's christmas how could you not want that see you then peace go bears go lions <laughs>